Hi and welcome everyone to the 75th episode of CM Rocks. This is Marc Gonsalvansson and today's podcast will be about acquiring new talents. And with me today I have Leon Tribe from Power Objects. Welcome Leon. Thank you. Uh, it's good to be here. And we're here at the third and final day of Extreme and the first day of uh, CRM... No, Summit. Is it called just Summit? Uh, well, UG Summit is what UG I... UG Summit. Yeah, because of course, they're not sure whether to call it Dynamics yeah. or 365 or CRM or, or what to call it these days. Okay, so have you enjoyed the conference this far? Very much so. Uh, it's, so what I what I really like about certainly UG Summit and, and Extreme um, is, in a, is in a similar place, uh, is it's, it's more focused around the customers. So, so certainly UG Summit. It's, it, I went last year. My first one was last year in Dublin, and that was the first time I've been to UG Summit. And it was clear to me that rather than some of say the Microsoft organised events, where it's very much about the partners and it's celebrating the partners and congratulating the partners, these are very much about the community. These are these are about um, end users. End users present some of their experiences. It's about some of the MVPs. The MVPs will get up and. They'll talk about how you can use the software as, as best as you can, and and I really like that sort of a- aspect of, of this conference that it's it's more community focused, it's more customer focused uh, than what some of the other ones are, and that, that's why I plan to come back every year, um, assuming Power Objects allows me. So you're uh, you're at your around the world trip now then? Yeah, it's been it's been a it's been a bit of a journey. So last week we had the MVP Summit, uh, which was in Seattle in the USA, and. Uh, uh, I, I like to get to a, at least a couple of uh, international events a year. So I went to MVP Summit last uh, week. Uh, but what I hadn't realized was UG Summit was on this week when I first booked the uh, booked the trips. And so what it's turned out, it's to be around, literally around the world trip. I, I've been traveling east uh, the whole time. And so I've gone to Seattle last week at UG Summit, uh, which is, um, in my opinion, the greatest Dynamics Communities event uh, there is on the calendar. And then at the end of this week, I'll be heading back to Australia. You've had a new role for the last nine months or the last year now. So, what's it? What is the role that you've been given? So yeah, so nine months ago, I was at uh, KPMG and I was a senior solution architect there. I'd been working on a project for a couple of years, and and uh, it's a great company. It was really good. Um, but yeah, coincidentally, at the it was at the last UG Summit twelve months ago, uh, which was in Dublin, where I met up with some of the Power Objects folks, and they said they were coming to Australia. And they needed someone to head up the delivery practice. They needed a national delivery director. Uh, so we so we got talking, and uh, yeah, I, I took on the role. So nine months ago, I became the national delivery director uh, for Power Objects in Australia, and I've been uh, growing the practice ever since. So you were the first employee for Power Objects in Australia. So how does that feel? I wasn't quite the first. So there was the uh, national sales director. So he was there, and there was a couple of staff which was already in the country in Adelaide, which is a uh, one of the smaller cities down sort of the bottom bottom middle of Australia. So there's a co- there was a couple of employees already um, already on, uh, but yeah, since then I've been I've been growing practice um, across the rest of the country. Okay, so what are your focus in on trying to grow the practice then? Uh, so PowerObjects focuses primarily on the uh, CE product and the FNO product. Uh, so they're they're our primary focus. Obviously, we deal with the Power Platform and the and the the other complementary technologies, so things like um, Azure, um, those those are the you know the Power Platform and all the, all those services. Uh, so that's so that's certainly where the uh, the focus on the growth is, is is just trying to build a capability in CE and FNO sort of a, across the country. Um, uh, we've we've got a couple of projects going on at the moment. So we've got one up in uh, Brisbane, which is sort of a, the top top right of the country, uh, and that's a that's an FNO project. 
So I've been busy building capability uh, both uh, locally and um, uh, leveraging our resource in India as well. So that's that project. We've got onshore and offshore resources on that one. And we've also got a project uh, down in Adelaide at the moment, a major project, which is a CE project, so it's a CE implementation. Um, and so, yeah, we had to uh, make sure we had the right team in, in Adelaide as well. Uh, so we had a couple of people there. So that was that one was really relatively easy to to um, get people on because we already had a couple of people there. Okay, so you're building local teams in some of the major cities in Australia then? Yeah, so Australia's quite unique in that we've got a landmass roughly the size of the USA. So our landmass in mainland USA is, is about the same size. Uh, but most of the population is um, focused in about six cities. And they're all about a 1,000 kilometers, which is about 600 miles apart. Uh, so, so we've got these um, very concentrated populations in, in quite isolated cities. Now, Australia's only got a population of about 25 million, something like that. So it's not, it's not like, you know, relative to, say, the USA, which has got, uh, I think, more than 300 million. Uh, there's not a large population. But in, in terms of where they are in the country, they're, they're in these pockets. So the, uh, the major cities, are, I guess, if we sort of go around the country, are Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, and then we've got Perth right on the on the western side. And so what I've been trying to do is build up capabilities in those cities, specifically, especially Sydney and Melbourne. So Sydney and Melbourne are the largest population centres in Australia. So I've been, I've been so part of the focus has been making sure we have capability, certainly in those two centres, because that's where the work's going to come from um, in the near future, definitely. Okay, so if we try to look at how you get talent and new employees to your delivery business then how do you think about that so for the short term it's been uh, i bet it's been quite tactical so obviously we've had certain projects uh which we've landed and so the primary focus has been making sure we've got the capability to deliver those it's well and good selling the businesses but you have to deliver it as well and so certainly for that project in brisbane and for the project in adelaide it's just making sure we've got the resources on the ground uh so that we can we can deliver those more broadly what i'm wanting to do because of the these isolated pockets, um, these isolated cities, I'm trying to develop basically a, an independent capability in every city. So making sure that there's people on the ground in Sydney that can deliver a CRM pro or CE project and an FNO project. Making sure we've got people on the ground in Melbourne that can do the same. Uh, the last thing I want to do is have people being forced to travel literally a thousand kilometres each week uh, to to deliver a project and be doing that for say six months. Uh, no, you know, I I wouldn't want to do that certainly don't want any of the any of my team to be doing that uh, so so the idea is if i can build uh, independent uh, self-sustaining teams yeah so some functional capability some technical capability some project management capability in each of those cities uh, then i think we'll be we'll be in a good position to service the entire country and how do you think about getting new employees in place though so let's say that you have landed a project and you find yourself we don't have enough resources right now to deliver this product we need to find more resources how do you think about it like new versus that other companies might have or uh so if i understand the question correctly so in terms of um our approach to hiring uh, power objects is uh quite strong in looking for looking for the skills but almost more importantly they look for people with the right with the right values with the right attitude uh, so power objects have got a, a very clear um, set of values that they they um, um, that they measure new employees by and so when we're when we're interviewing we're we're checking that there we have values like think team um, live the technology and so we're making sure that the, these are the kinds of values that that the uh, the recruit 
um, is aligned to. And that, as I say, that's equally important, if not more important, as them having the skills. Skills can be learned, but in terms of cultural fit, that's much harder to change in people. So we're looking for the right people when we're doing those interviews. Okay, so you've, you find, you've found uh, new people to train. How do you think about this then? How do you onboard them to power objects and then dynamics and then try to make them yep, yep, profitable for you? Right. So at the moment, our focus has been getting a core team of relatively experienced staff. And so a lot of the hires at the moment have been people that have sort of been uh, in the in the game for a little while. So so in terms of um, in, in terms of a graduate intake program, which I think is what you're alluding to, we haven't put that in place yet. That's certainly on my on my plans. Uh, I'm looking to do that certainly within the next 12, 18 months is have some kind of onboarding program for people that aren't necessarily experienced in dynamics, uh, but are interested in getting into that area. Uh, but for the moment, it's yeah, it's more finding um, uh, senior people uh, that can do the job, and then then just getting them on the ground. So we have that sort of baseline of of capability, so they can act then act as mentors to the sort of the new wave, if you like, of people coming in. Um, you can only do that as an organisation. Certainly in Australia, I imagine this is the same in other places. You can only do that for so long, though. Uh, there's there's much more demand in the market for dynamics talent than there are people. And so what a lot of the partners, certainly in Australia, are doing is they poach from each other. And, and, and the, the reality is when you, when you steal someone from someone else, you give a little bit of a pay rise, they come across, they work for you. But when everyone's doing that, it, it becomes unsustainable. But people are getting, yeah, their salaries are, are, are becoming un, you know, massive. It's, it's very hard to um, make that profitable from a billability perspective. And it, it's, it's a model that doesn't work. So I, th- I think more partners, I'd say it's certainly in Australia, in the, in the market that I'm used to, more partners are going to be looking to those um, recruitment programs to to um, grow their own talent rather than looking to, to continually uh, get talent from the market. We're looking to do it in the short term, but it's certainly not our long term long term goal. Power objects they didn't buy a established uh, company already. They approached you. Is that in power objects strategy as well to try to build their own with their core values, as you said, in in every region then? Certainly, that that's been the plan in Australia. So, um, so, so they they've in the last two years they've moved into three regions. So they moved into England or into the UK, and they established a team there. And there's about two hundred people there now. That's gone very well. Uh, and there was there was no acquisition there. Again, they just grew organically. They moved into Singapore probably about eighteen months ago, two years ago. Uh, and again, the, there's been organic growth there. And the, and and that's that's the plan for Australia. I think they're sort of rinse and repeating. The plan for Australia. So when I started, there was two people on board, two in Adelaide. Um, I've now grown that to a dozen people around the country. So we've now got a team in Melbourne, we've got a team in Sydney, we've got a team um, in Brisbane, and and I'll continue to grow that uh, until I have that sort of core capability. Uh, but yeah, the the moment there's no plans, as far as I know, anyway, there's no plans to um, do any kind of an acquisition. It's very much the idea of um, organic growth, finding the right people in the market, finding the right people we can bring on and and train up and then building the capability out that way rather than trying to take an existing culture and then modify it to align to power objects. And so if we try to look at train people then, do you have like in your mind a scenario where you would like to go and sort of, okay, this is the plan, this is how we're going to do it? Yeah, so I've got certainly some good ideas or what I consider good ideas, I guess. Um, <laughs> in that regard, I've got some ideas that I want to try. It's probably a better way to put it. Uh, so the first part of that is 
a lot of people focus simply on graduates. I, I, I don't want to just focus on graduates. I, I think graduates are well and good, and, and I'm happy to be part of it. But I think there's a, a significantly untapped market in uh, in mature adults and in, in people that have left the working market for whatever reason, whether they're their parents that have had children, and they've left the market, and now they want to come back in either part-time or full-time, but they don't necessarily have the, you know, maybe they're in technology before, uh, but their skills have sort of lapsed. So they're looking for some kind of technology they can get on board with, with low barriers to entry. And I think Dynamics, certainly configuration, suits that very well. Uh, Britta Regstad uh, in the USA uh, does uh, teaching programs for, for single mothers and, and uh, to, to learn how to be a, a functional consultant in Dynamics. And it's a very successful program. So I think there's, there's certainly opportunity there. Another area which I want to explore uh, in terms of recruitment um, is the military. So people coming out of the military and coming back into civilian life, uh, often they're, they're hardworking, often they have some technical training as part of their, their military uh, service. And, and I think, again, there'll be great people to get on board in, in terms of uh, their, their, their focus and in terms of their um, uh, dedication to their, t- to their work. I think there'll be great people to get on board and um, get, in, get, get into, the, in, into the company if we can. So, so that, that's certainly the areas I'm looking to recruit from. So beyond the recruitment um, out of universities, but look at these other areas and um, that, that'll probably evolve in time. In terms of actually giving them the skills, uh, PowerObjects has PowerObjects University, uh, which has um, lots of online training courses. The, the other thing I'm planning to do is to embed um, a new recruit on every project. So whenever we have a project, it'll be written into the contract that will have a, a, a non-billable resource on that project, and they'll be there basically to learn. So, so, they, so they won't be charged to the customer. They'll be there. They'll help out with the project as they can. Uh, and then this person you know, will get uh, real-life experience on a project out in the wild, uh, and they'll be able to learn how to configure the system. They'll understand things like how Agile methodology works, and they'll get a very practical education in, in how to implement uh, dynamic software and power platform projects uh, through through um, customer engagement. If we look at the the Power Objects University, is that like a service that you offer to other parts as well so I can buy into that if I have people coming into my company? It's primarily for customers. Uh, so it's the Power, uh, Power Objects University is primarily um, it's training courses for how to use the software for, for our customers. Um, at Power Objects, we have sort of four pillars uh, that we call of services. So, so we have the, the implementation services, uh, which implement the software. We've got support, uh, which, which gives support sort of post-implementation. Uh, those things like a, a retainer model where you can um, hire us, basically pay a monthly fee and then, then interact with an engineer whenever you like. Uh, we've got the add-ons and we've got, and then the fourth pillar, which is the one uh, we're talking about here, is the education. Uh, so yeah, so the education is certainly one of the four pillars of our offering, um, and it's it's basically a series of online courses which we give it, give our customers uh, just the assurance of how to use the software. It's 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 one of our ways to ensure the customer success, if you like, that they they're getting the most out of that software. Uh, so it's, yes, if you're engaging us on a project, then you'll then you'll have access to 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 that that software, and and yeah, for in, internal. For new people, it'll be a good way to certainly introduce them to the software. Yeah, and I mean, you have to have some kind of system or process in place to be able to do this rapidly, right? Because you can't just swing it if you're going to grow to whatever number that you have in mind for your goal, right? Yeah, so, and this is still to be developed ultimately. Uh, So this idea of bringing on 
uh, people that are wanting to re-enter the market, um, either full-time or part-time, and then train them as part of a project. That will have to be embedded into uh, what we call our proven process. So, so again, it's a bit of a PowerObjects advertisement here, but um, PowerObjects have what they call the proven process, which they apply to all their implementation. And basically, that that strategy uh, for for recruiting new people would have to be um, embedded into that proven process to make it make it uh, part of part of how we deliver our project. Are you attending like recruitment fairs for uh, students when they're about to graduate, or do you find employees somewhere else? So yeah, at the moment, the the idea of getting uh, graduates or, or getting people that are re-entering the workplaces, it's still sort of on the on the drawing board. We haven't uh, sort of uh, implemented that yet. Uh, so we can probably do that in the next twelve to eighteen months. Uh, but we'll be looking at those recruitment fairs as as one of those channels. Uh, we'll be looking at recruitment fairs. We'll be looking. Uh, probably working directly with universities where we can, or working with other tertiary education institutions. So there's there's um and I met, you get them in other countries. So sometimes they call polytechnics. So it's more industrial training. Do you, do you have that in Sweden? The the idea of a polytechnic type training or uh, industry training. So if you want to become an electrical engineer, you don't necessarily go to university. You go to something like that. So. We have something that's not preparing you for school, but more for that kind of, that you have a trade yes. when you yes. so exit it's like a trade school. school. Yes. Yeah, so it's exactly right. So I'll probably be working with, uh, with those kinds of people or with those organizations to see if there's there's um, an opportunity there. Uh, so that's, that's where we're looking. In terms of where we're looking at currently, because we're, uh, as I say, we're, we're slightly more tactical at the moment, um, just sort of hiring specific roles to build that capability and to align with our current projects. Um, again, PowerObjects generally don't use recruiters. Uh, we, um, we we generally uh, use our own internal recruitment team. So we've got a recruitment team based out of the US. Uh, they've got they're now expanding out, so they've got capability in the um, England as well. And so we're out of Australia. We're using both of those. Uh, we've also got our parent, which is HCL. So PowerObjects was acquired, I think it was three years ago, by a company called HCL. And HCL is a, a very large Indian um, services company. Uh, so PowerObjects is about 1,300 employees, and HL's got 130,000 employees. Jesus, so yeah, it's, that's it's, it's, a, it's a much bigger company. company. Yeah. So um, we're quite um, lucky in that we can use their recruitment resources as well. So they've got a re- recruitment team in Sydney, and we're using them and around the country to, to help us recruit for those specific roles at the moment. So you post like we have a job offering, and then you hope that people apply yeah very much so so we do the usual advertising in the in the usual places we're using linkedin to to approach people um and then we we conduct our, our interview process which is basically a, a two or three stage interview process where we assess for skills assess for value assess for values and then and then often there's a, a sort of a third layer where where the, the bosses want to have an interview to, to say that they they've interviewed and, and they're happy with the person yeah you're an a yeah, very yeah. much the, the yay or nay, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, rubber stamp. Yeah. Yes, yes, I, I approve of this person. Um, just so they feel that they're involved in the process, which is great. It's great. But you do attend F, um, like uh, um, ex- conventions and expeditions. No, not expeditions. Um, expositions. Ex- a, it's, it's called expositions. English is a funny little language. Yeah. So ex- expo is short for exposition. Expositions, yes. Yeah, so we expose so, things. Yeah, so you're attending <laughs> uh, conferences and expositions like yes. uh, like Extreme and Union Cement here. Yes. Do, do you do similar things but for recruitment? So you're sort of showing off power objects from perhaps more a brand 
That's well very done. much so. And and Power Objects is very um, spends a lot of time focused on their brand. Uh, they got the Joe CRM. Uh, so they've got very clear values uh, about what they represent and who they want to be. Very clear idea of what they are to the market. So they're 100% focused on business applications. And yeah, I don't think it's any. I don't think it's a big secret, right? That the, the, the this is part of our recruitment cycle. So or or, or recruitment strategy. Sorry. So uh, we've got the booth down there uh, here at UG Summit. And we've got people across the organization that have come along. So I've got about 30 people that have come uh, from the UK and the US uh, that are going to be manning that booth um, at various times of the day. And they've got various skills. We've got people which are very technical. We've got people from sales. And we also have people uh, from the recruitment team. And and their job is to, um, the job of the entire team down there is to sort of show what PowerObjects is about, show what the kind of organization we are, the kind of values we have. And then if people are interested, we have the, recruitment agents there we can sort of continue those conversations and that's exactly how i got involved last year when when i went to ug summit dublin that's how i that's 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 how i basically came on board with power objects i was was speaking to them they uh they found out i was from australia they talked about their plans in australia and the, the conversation sort of carried on from there yeah yeah and that's interesting to sort of use every opportunity to not just sale and recruit but you do the everything all the time then for places like this then yeah so yeah every opportunity is a sales opportunity obviously but by the same token every opportunity is a is a recruitment opportunity uh, if you're out there presenting your brand if people are experiencing your brand and they're um if it's resonating with them uh then then it's there's no reason to uh not see if they're interested in becoming part of that if, if that's something uh, that that aligns their values, and they're look they're looking for a new job. Then um, we're we're more than happy to to have that conversation with. Them. Okay, so if I'm setting up my own dynamics practice, and you want to give me some tips and tricks where to start, then what would you say are some of the traps that you fell into that you don't want other people to repeat? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so one thing one thing that you will struggle with is you don't want to recruit too many people before you have the projects, right? So, you, so I'm not sure it's a trap I fell into, but it's something. It's a balance that you have to find where you want to have the capabilities on the ground. Uh, and I'd say we, we've grown to about a dozen so far, so we're, we're heading reasonably well in that direction. We started with the two, we've now got a dozen. Um, but, but if you've got people on the ground but you haven't got the projects, then obviously that's a cost to the business and uh and and you're not getting any money in because you don't have the projects so it's a case of finding that balance i guess between uh landing the projects and building the capability and then using um the profits you get from that feeding that back into the business to to fund the next level of of capability in the organization so you can deliver the next project that's probably how i'd try to look to build it if you can try and make it as sustainable as you possibly can and if people don't have anything to do that's not good for them as well people do like some real experience and not just sitting on the bench try to come up with good scenarios to look at yeah and that's exactly right so certainly um in australia the uh the um delivery team is is more advanced than the sales team so so we've um literally got the uh, the national sales director on the ground, um, and he's currently uh, recruiting for pre-sales resources. But in the interim, while we got a few people on the bench, uh, then then they're assisting with pre-sales. So uh, there's certainly the the ability as well. If you've got, yeah, you can sometimes hire a bit in advance of your projects, and then if you have other needs in the business, such as pre-sales capability, etc., or if there's so you need to build up your internal systems, and obviously you're going to be dog fooding, so you'll be using Dynamics. 
uh, then then certainly you can keep them busy in that way. So there's a, that opportunity as well. All right, then. Anything that you feel that we missed here today, Leon? No, I, I think you, I've pretty much um, revealed all my plans for the uh, Power Objects <laughs> Australia practice for the last for the next uh, twelve to eighteen months. So um, I'll just give a call out to all my competitors in Australia. There you go. You now know how I'll be um, planning to do things. Uh, but no, I think we I think we've pretty much covered it all. But uh, and then thank you for the thank you for the opportunity, Marcus. And thanks to you, Leon Tribe, for your participation in CM Rocks. Nice, thank you very much. And thanks to you for listening. And don't forget, you can find CM Rocks. Uh, just search for it in your favorite podcasting app and online. See you next time on CM Rocks. <laughs>